Good morning. Welcome to another rep. I am blessed today. I'm actually sitting out on the beach at Longboat Key, which is just a little bit west of um, Bradenton, Sarasota, Florida. I'm the only one out here. You can hear the waves in the background. You can hear the birds chirping. You can hear a couple cars driving by because the sun's just coming up. People are just starting to wake up. It's going to be a beautiful day. And it's time to get it rolling, get it started. So welcome to another rep. Hey, Larry Bird said this a while back. I can't remember if he said it when he was playing or when he was uh, the president or what he was doing, but um, he said a winner is someone who recognizes his God-given talents, works his tail off to develop them into the skills and uses those skills to accomplish his goals. Have you ever seen Larry Bird's highlight tape? His NBA highlight tape? If you haven't, you need to go on YouTube. Maybe I can figure out how to put a link of of his highlight tape, his YouTube highlight tape, uh, and connect it to this podcast in the notes or something because it's crazy fun to watch. I've shown it to my uh, players, and they're just like, a lot of them are so young, they don't even remember who the heck Larry Bird is. But um, I'll show them the tape, and they're just like, what the what? That dude is a baller. So, hey, think about that for yourself. God-given talent. It doesn't have to be in basketball like Larry Bird or football like I coached. It's, it's all about everything you do. Because I've said this before. How you do something is how we should do everything. How you do something is how you should do everything. So if you're um, leading a business, how you do something is how you should do everything. If you're the father of a family, if you're the husband of a wife, how you do something is how you should do everything. That's how we roll. And um, I'm just glad I'm out here on the beach sharing this with you. And let's go make it a great day. Hang in there. I got a a great guy that you're going to want to listen to today, and um, it's just going to be fun. So laugh along with us. Let's go. Welcome to another rep. Let's make it a great day. Hey, welcome back to another rep. I have really good, we've become friends, but it's a guy that I've been coaching here. His name is Bernard Sykovitz but he likes to be called Psycho. We like to call him Psycho. He's not Psycho. He's not, uh, he's not Psycho. He's actually from Austria, and you are 23? 23 years 23 old. 23 yeah. years old. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you started playing football and how you got into football, what football's like in Germany or Austria. Austria. It's not Germany. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I get that screwed up sometimes, so go um, ahead. Yeah, so I started playing football when I was uh, 10 years old. I started actually with flag football, mm-hmm. um, played that for two years, and then I wanted to try out uh, real football. Is football big in Austria, American football? Um, I mean, you get um, around a few thousand people at home games from the adult team um, in the first league, but it's not like everybody knows what football is or um, everybody like you're not a star if you play football you don't get money yeah it's just if like you play soccer you're the star yeah soccer and skiing those oh are yeah too big in Austria. are you a good skier 
Uh, I think I'm decent. Yeah. <laughs> I never did it like... Not an Olympian. Yeah. You're not the guy that goes flying off that jump? No, I cannot do have that. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, but you have to be really skinny, actually. To oh, really? It. Yeah, they're like... Uh, 266-pound guys don't fly through the air very well? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious <laughs> to see you go flying off that. Well, you, uh, you've been in this program before, right? Yeah. So when you... So you started playing football when you were like 10, but you'd played soccer before that. Yeah. And then do they have football in the high schools in Austria? Mm, so football in Austria um, or Europe in general, general, I think, is not a high school sport. Um, actually, none of the sports are high school sports. So not even soccer? Um, no. I mean, there's like academies okay. that do, they do it in the mornings then. And so it's basically high school. Um, okay. Is sports. it like IMG? We're here at IMG no. in, in uh, Bradenton. So it's not like that kind no. of an academy. No. Um, sports in general in Austria, is, there's not enough money and enough people that do it well mm. enough so that a lot of people say, okay, let's put a lot of money into sports right. in general. So most of the times the facilities are little bit older or um not the newest one yeah so. yeah so so then in high school you played though yeah and then what got what how'd this all come about so mm -hmm. you, you were how old when you got involved with this ipp this is international players pathway program sponsored by the nfl yeah and this is your second season right second time, okay yeah. so let's go back and and um figure out how you got into it originally how'd you get into this so when i got to the vikings um they um immediately tried me out as quarterback the, that's the vienna vienna vikings, okay yeah. right um so i've been there my whole life so you played quarterback yes i there. started as quarterback i mean when i was younger i played everything i was outside linebacker tight end how and, fun um, yes, it was really fun, um, uh, but I stick with quarterback when I got older, so um, then I got into national team and all that. Um, the national Austrian team? Austrian national And so team. then do you go play around Europe? And yes, play there's, all the other there's, um, that's pretty cool about Austria that they have a U19 national team, so under 19. Um, and there's every year there's either a European championship or world championship. Oh, how fun. Yeah, so I've been to Kuwait and China with the world championship. Um, we almost got thir third place in Kuwait. Um, that was my first year in the youth national team. And the Does Kuwait have a football team? Um, they had one there, yes. <laughs> they, <laughs> you're, he's looking at me like, yeah, well, they have a version of a football team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not really big, but yeah. they wanted to see the sport there, so they um, really... We lived in a nice hotel. And Do you think they still have a football team there? I'm not you up don't to know. date. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. But so you you've been you yeah. played on that national team, the under 19, right? Okay. And then after that was over, I got into the military sport, which is a cool thing in Austria, where you don't have to do the military, which is usually uh, mandatory for Austrian males. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you are allowed to do your sport if you qualify for it, and the national team um, suggests you. Um, so I did sport instead of military, but got, got paid by the military, so that's... Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's basically... Does all the military come watch the game then? Uh, no, it's not like a Navy versus Army game in college. Yeah. 
um, you just get the facility of the army and they provide food um, and you have the whole day basically to train and be with your club and get better. So you played quarterback right. for the under-19 national team. Right, and in that year we got uh, American import as quarterback okay. because that would have been the year where I would have started in the adult team in the um, uh, for the Vikings, Yeah. but then they got the American import, so I was the backup, of course. Um, and you only get two imports, right? Yes, you're allowed to have two imports, so they most of the time bring a quarterback yeah. and an athlete. Yeah. Um, so I was the backup and I told my coach I wanted to play since I'm in the military sport thing. Um, and he said, okay, try out receiver. And then I started as receiver. It went out, worked out pretty good. I was the rookie of the year this season. Really? Yeah. So it was You're pretty six, natural. Were you 6'6 six, six then? Yes. Yes. So that you was were tall, I was kind of a tall. How, how, 18, how 18, heavy 19. were you? Um, I was like two twenty. Okay, six six two twenty. Yeah. So, did you play basketball too? Um, just in the parks. Yes. <laughs> hey, there's some good basketball players in the park. Yeah, no. I went over to um, I went over in, to Yankee Stadium when I was coaching at the Jets, yeah. and they have a city park right like across the street mm-hmm. from Yankee Stadium, and those dudes in that city park can. Yeah. I don't. They can't play in the NBA because they don't have enough discipline, yeah. but they have enough skill to play in yeah, the NBA, yeah. put it that way. So there's a lot of good players. Hard. Yeah, there's a lot of good players. So so you played quarterback there, and then now you're 20 years old, and right. you're on the – what's it called when you turn 20? What's that league called? Uh, it's um, So whenever the coach thinks you're ready, you get into the uh, adult team of the Vienna Vikings, or you mean the national team? I don't know. So with the Vikings, I mean. <laughs> you go through the youth program, which goes until you um, turn 18. Uh-huh. Then you have to get to the adult team. Um, but if the coach thinks you're ready earlier, um, like I had my first game when I was 16 because the starting quarterback got hurt and then I had to play quarterback. Um, so yeah. whenever the coach thinks you're so ready. So you got on that team and then you weren't the quarterback on the adult team? Yeah. You played receiver. Right. Okay. And then and then how did you get here the first time? Yeah. Um, so I never really knew about this program. Um, and then I got invited to the NFL Combine. So I got an Which email. was where was that at? It in was London? in Cologne, which okay. is in Germany. Yeah. Um, and they invited um, everybody from the world, which they thought um, could yeah. be on an NFL team and wanted to see well, that. That had to be exciting. Yeah, it was. It was like we got there a day early, um, um, got a hotel room. Yeah. I, my my luggage actually got lost. So Did it really? Yes. So you were like super nervous. And yeah. Were lost, your cleats and everything? Yes, in that? I oh. didn't have cleats, but um, thankfully I have to give a shout out here to Caleb Leach. Um, he stayed a day longer in Vienna and took extra cleats for me. And oh. gave, otherwise I couldn't have ran, or at least uh, it would have been harder. How far is Vienna to Cologne? Mm, if you fly, I think we flew one and a half or two hours oh, okay. so not so much yeah um but if you drive it's like 15 hours or 12 oh wow i think because i'm of the not mountains, so sure right um yes the alps, you're going it's, through that it's alps. not a straight line yeah <laughs> there's not many straight lines in europe when i when i was over there it's always through the mountains and all over the place which is 
Beautiful. 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 Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to ask you, but oh yeah, you. So then the you go to the combine, right. and you're playing receiver at the combine, right? And the scouts see you, and they're like, "Yeah, you're probably not going to make it in the NFL as a receiver." Right. So um, the combine was in uh, October, where um, I was still 220 uh, pounds, um, and then when I got the call from Will. In I think December, um, he was like, "Yeah, we liked you. We want to get you over here, but you're gonna have to play tight end." Um, I was like, "Yes, of course. Whatever, <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes, yes. right?" Um, and so I started gaining weight and trying to lift heavy and gain muscle and weight. Um, and then I got over with two hundred. I'm gonna stop pounds. you right there. So he shows me this video the other night of him lifting psycho is lifting and he built his own squat rack out of wood mm-hmm. were you in your basement or where were you um, it's the basement of the mom from my girlfriend okay your girlfriend's mom's basement yes and you built a squat rack yes that. because last year so after the program last year um talk about of, wanting it now of course corona happened as yeah. everybody knows and the gyms locked up and everything um so I figured I have to build something on my own so um, I can lift and I get stronger. Yeah. And then I, for hundred bucks, I bought the wood and the nails and then, but it hold up, hold, holds up pretty good. I, I could. Where did on. you get all the weights? The weights um, from friends. Like a friend of mine had a hundred kilos laying around. Um, I had an old barbell from my dad. Uh huh. So I picked everything. You just kept. Getting stuff yeah. from all these different people, right? And collecting it in your girlfriend's mom's basement, right? And you built this rack, and he shows me he's squatting, and he he re racks it. I don't, how much was on that when you re racked it? Um, so it was what's that? Um, you could just be like Maxi and talk just, into your watch. And it's figure. just three sixty. You had like 360 yeah, pounds. It was you were the last warm-up set for the squats, and I had 360 pounds. So I wreck it and turn around, um, grab a sip of water, and all of the sudden behind me like makes a <laughs> big clash. I turn around, and the wreck is on. It fell over. The weight is on the ground. And like two minutes later, the mom of my girlfriend comes in, and she's like, what just happened? You're lucky it didn't <laughs> slam on yeah, you. Yeah, really. Jeez. So <laughs> did you really lift weights much before that? Before they told you, hey, you need to be a tight end? Um, yes, of course, but never with the um, intent of gaining weight. Yeah, right. Just getting stronger and being faster, feeling better, um, but never with the intent of gaining a lot of muscle. Oh, yeah, because you're, you're good-looking strong right now. You weigh 266, is that what you told me? 62, yeah. 262 pounds, you're 6'6". And you can run, and you carry it well. I, right. I'm sure it took a minute, you know, when you got here last year. How much did you weigh last year when you so got here? So I came here with 240, so I gained from the combine to coming here, I gained 20 pounds, and here I gained 15 more. Um, so it, it was tough on the body, the transition, because you still want to be fast. Um, I actually improved my 40 time by uh, some hundreds, but still moving around felt yeah, hard. Yeah, with 40 more pounds, you improved your 40 right. time. Right, right. That's, that's just crazy impressive. 
crazy. But yeah, now it feels way better because I walked around with the weight for a year now, over a year. Yeah. No, so, you look. I mean, this is like a natural body weight to me. Right. For you, you just look. That's what it feels. Yeah. You I just, always say I feel like. Uh, back when when I had 220 pounds. Yeah, you just look normal. Yeah. This this show is um, all about another rep. What does that mean to you? What's another rep mean to you? Mm, so another rep means to me that no matter how tired you are, no matter what's going on in life, um, like for me, I'm here in America now. Um, things are happening back home. Um, but still we have to focus on the next rep on, and that we try to push ourselves and the ones next to us to give one more rep and take one more step. So just uh, moving on. Keep, it's like another keep opportunity. Going. Yeah. Another opportunity to get better. Right. To improve yourself. Right. Like, you know, sometimes if we run a route and it doesn't go as well as we thought, we just take another rep and we try to improve on that and get better and better. Right. That's what's gotten you here from, you know, when you were 19 or whatever, playing in the under, you know, the under 20 league in Austria, and you just kept repping, and then they said, you can't play quarterback, and you said, I love football. Right. What can I play? I'll play receiver. Right. And then they, then you go to the NFL Combine, and they're like, uh, you're probably not going to play receiver. receiver. And you said, what can I play? Right. And they say, well, tight end. And now you're killing it at tight end. You're you're you got great hands. You're killing it. It it leads me to this. And in this little book that I wrote, this devotional book, rep number seventy one. There's one rep per day, and this is the seventy one seventy one. Is that even a word? Seventy first day that I uh, that I've been reading it, and it says um, Larry Bird said this: a winner is someone who recognizes God given talents works his tail off to develop them into the skills and uses his skills to accomplish his goals. Larry Bird said, you know who Larry Bird is, right? Yeah, famous basketball player. Yeah, there you go. Larry Bird. Larry, I don't know if you're listening or if you ever will listen to this, but you got people in Austria knowing who you are. And, <laughs> and um, we'll, we'll uh, I'll actually, I don't know Larry Bird, but I'll take out his YouTube highlight and uh, show Bernard when we're done here. But, um, that's it. You took, you've taken your God-given skills, and someone said, uh, no, you're not a quarterback. Right. And you said, well, then what am I? What do you see that I am? And someone said, well, you probably can play receiver. And so you said, okay. Mm-hmm. And you maximize that out. And then someone, as you grew and grew in this sport, someone said, nope, you're not that receiver and you said, well, then what am I? And they said, you probably could play tight end. And you said, okay. And you build yourself a squat rack and you put on 40 pounds right. and you cut your, and you just grow in the sport and you just grow and grow and grow. That's what I love about you. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So it's just been a huge blessing to be able to coach you. And I know you're going to make an NFL team. You're just you you're smart. What what do we talk about? Don't jinx it, no. <laughs> I'm not jinxing it. I'm 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 speaking prophecy into your life. <laughs> I'm not jinxing it. Um, I didn't even know they knew what jinx was in Austria. <laughs> yeah. 
But we always talk about be a smart, fast, physical, fundamental football player that does whatever it takes to win and leave no doubt. We have two tight ends in the program here, and uh, Bernard and Samus. And I interviewed Samus uh, a different time, and um, you can listen to that interview as well. But um, one day, Samus uh, tweaked his back or something. I'm not exactly sure. One of the muscles in his back, and so he couldn't go. And Psycho... You didn't flinch. You just kept going. You just kept taking every rep. What? What? Why does that resonate with you? I mean, why do you do that? Mm, I guess that's just like when you come from Austria or another country than USA, um, and you get such a big chance. I think that's like the hugest chip on the shoulder you can have because you know exactly if you don't take. Um, this chance right now and use it uh, you don't know if you you probably like 99% you will not get another chance right so um, and if you want to take this one chance to make this your like the dream come true because even though you live in Austria still NFL is the dream for every football player even though he knows at the back of his mind well probably I have to go to university and study so I can make money in the future. Yeah. But still, everybody wants to do it, and I'm here right now, so I better take, take yeah. care of business and better like show that I want this. Right. And what better what what better chance to show this if I'm like the if I get more reps, that's perfect. Yeah, get another rep so yeah. you can grow and have another opportunity. When I was coaching at the University of Notre Dame with Coach Holtz, Lou Holtz, who's a really really good football coach. He would say this, opportunity is not nice. It will not wait around waiting for you to take advantage of it. And that's what you're doing right now. You seize, you're, you're seizing this opportunity. You're seizing the day. Right. And you today is Saturday, so we rest. But even resting is repping because our bodies need rest. Right. And so we're constantly getting another rep just to make ourselves better and put ourselves in position to win because winning is never accidental. You hear me say that all the time. Winning is never accidental. And you've constantly got to prepare yourself to. That's what football teaches you, really. If you don't come prepared for the battle, you will lose. (laughs) For the battle. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Well, hey, thanks so much for for, uh, just sharing and being on here. Um, everybody that's listening to this is going to be cheering for you and rooting for you. And we'll, we're going to follow your story. We'll be praying for you to, to uh, make it. And I'll tell everybody what team you got on and, and we'll just be cheering. Because he has some, some uh, alumni, former teammates that were in this program that are playing in the NFL. And they came back, Jordan and Matt, they came back here and they were training with us for a couple of weeks, maybe two or three weeks. Right. And they're cheering for you. So I think this is just an awesome opportunity for everybody. And I just have great confidence in you. So um, thanks again for coming on. And Thank you, Coach. And I'm going to take the opportunity right now to say thank you to you for the coaching. It's been really a good good six weeks so far and I've learned a lot I never really had a tight I never had a tight end coach I can be honest so I'm the best tight end coach you ever <laughs> ever of my life well it may not be the best ever because you're going to get more in the future but um, I'm just honored thank you I appreciate that and um, 
let's just go uh, finish this camp out strong and we got a pro day coming up let's just dial in let's stay focused on that and then uh, let's just make it a great day yes sir all right hey i am so glad that you took the time out of your day to listen to this show bernard is a great dude i wish you could meet him in person he is just uh like all the guys here He's just another one of the guys that's very special. They are wired differently. And um, it's been a blessing for me to be here with them for six weeks because it's just so refreshing to me to see guys that are just driven and just want it. They want it. So, hey, if you like it, like it. Subscribe to it. Tell your friends. Tell your people. Tell your family. And um, there's just going to be more stories like this, just more great stories of of uh, people doing what they love to do, getting another rep, and um, make sure you go out and you are intentional and you go make it a great day. I'll talk to you later. Make it a great day.